You are listening to Compact Discourse on Weagle, 91.1 FM, Auburn's home for student-run radio since 1971. As many of our listeners know, this is Weagle's one and only weekly drive-time morning show, bringing you weather, sports, the menus at the edge, weird news stories, Alabama State history occasionally, and more every Monday through Thursday. Broadcasting live from the Bradley-based WEGL studio. On the first floor of the Harold Melton Student Center, I am your Tuesday host, Alex Houston. Did someone tell you that it was spring? Because they lied. Just, just going to put that out there. It is 44 degrees outside, and all of Lee County is under a freeze warning. It will get as high as 66, but that is it. So buckle up, because the cold might be here right now, but it'll be in the 80s by Thursday. Have I ever told you guys how much I love the Alabama weather? The unpredictability of it, the fact that every morning as I get ready for school or just to leave the house, it's like a little game. And I'm sure you guys all enjoy that game, too. But again, welcome back, everybody. It's been uh, been a minute since I've been on uh, the airwaves. Obviously, I took spring break, went home, and then last uh, week I missed out because I went to Montgomery to go on the WSFA career trek, part of the College of Liberal Arts and CMJN career trek plan. We got to see the WSFA studio in Montgomery, which is really, really cool, really exciting. That was just a really cool time, and I really enjoyed all of that. Welcome back, everybody, uh, to those who have probably been listening over these past few days. I was on last week's Monday show. We talked a lot about the Oscars, and I was now um, on this show again. And was hoping to get somebody on here to interview, but that just didn't work out, so I'm just going to be going it solo. I was supposed to have two guests come on the show, but... It appears that once again, ladies and gentlemen, I will be going it alone. So wish me luck. Um, uh, Lord knows I'm going to need it. Just kidding. Um, but this was, you know, this is the sports show traditionally here on uh, Compact Discourse. Tuesday we talk about sports going on this past week as well as sports coming up. So let's check in with the first thing, first bit of news. How's your bracket doing, everybody? How is... The bracket challenge going for you, because I'll tell you one thing, it's going bad for me. I mean, look, this is, you know, it's the whole point of the madness, right? And, of course, we saw some debates on Auburn Twitter about this, and by debates I mean a certain um, annoying person with mostly bots as Twitter followers decided to levy criticism at uh, another beat writer for a statement that he's made and how people were treating him, blah, 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 who cares? He decided to throw his hat in the ring for a big debate on that. And obviously, let's talk about that, right? Because part of the beauty of March Madness, among many, many things, is the fact that it is the worst possible way to pick a champion, right? I mean, in college football, it's the two best teams play. The two best teams are going to play, and that's it. Now it's the four best teams, but still, it's, it's, you know, it's, Number one and number four are playing. Number two and number three are playing. The winners that are going to play, and you're going to have the winner. Not the gauntlet that is March Madness, where you have to play, I mean, how many how many games is it to win? You have to play six games to win. You have to win six consecutive games to become the national champion, to be declared the best team in the country. The NBA, another, again, basketball uh, league, has seven-game series. Acknowledging that basketball basketball is probably the streakiest sport in America. I mean, okay, obviously there's baseball because you know sometimes just you know the bats aren't coming alive. Sometimes they are, whatever, right? That that, that sure, but like really, 
basketball is as much – I mean, you're throwing a ball into a hoop, and if it just if the shot just ain't falling, the shot just ain't falling. And for some teams, they get hot the right time. I mean, St. Peter's last year was not – that's the thing about these teams, right? And we're going to talk about that too. You know, that's the thing about this Princeton team, Fairleigh Dickinson, who's gone out since then. You know, those teams were not red-hot teams. They weren't Charleston or Florida Atlantic or anybody like that. They were teams that have struggled in their own co- – is that <gasps> – could it be? Could it be who I think it is? Could it be the man himself? Oh, my goodness. Hello there. Can, can you hear that? No. You didn't, hear, you didn't hear what I just played. Okay, okay. I think – I don't. I, I forgot if it plays over the loudspeakers, man. I've finally been joined by the one and only Logan. Oh, I got turn your mic. Hold up. The one and only Logan Hurston. Thank you so much for joining the show. Hello, today. hello, hello. I hello told there. You come on. Hello there. Hello there. Hello there. Hello there. You know, one time Jack played that for somebody that joined the show, and it just looped for like ten seconds. He I wasn't actually could. pressing it. It just like. The array, you know, man, it gets a little gets a little weird. I wish you would have done that for me. It's a good morning. You know, I came into the student center, you know what was playing as soon as I got close to Weagle? What? I heard Free Bird. Literally the solo part where it goes, Fly Free Bird. And then yeah. the guitar just goes. I must say, literally the solo, you mean the four and a half minute yes. guitar solo at it, the very it was, end. It was the start of the solo. Excellent. Like, like the mean part of the song, too. Well, that is a good start to the day then, isn't it? I was, I'm so glad you're here. I was worried for a moment that I have to be talking for 50 minutes by myself. I could have almost got Adrian to come, too. But uh, I said to him, he's like, he has to do a speech today. And he's like, Ooh. oh, well, wait, wake speech up. for? Uh, he's in public speaking. Oh, right, right. I don't um, know that. And he was like. You want to wake up early and I can go over the speech again with you. I'm like, yeah, but I'm gonna do compact discourse. He's like, oh, okay. Like, you're not gonna do compact discourse, and because I I have a hit or miss history, and I said, oh no, I think I'm gonna wake up. I woke up at like 6:30 yesterday. And the only reason I went back to bed because I had my class, and there he's like, okay. He's like, if you do it, I'll do it. But I didn't wake him up, so I just he's probably slumbering. Oh, that's all right. You know, Braden texted me this morning. She's like, I'm so tired. Wait, no, what is she? You know, I'm, I'm going to actually read out the entire text on the airwaves because why <laughs> Put not? Put on blast. Absolutely. I don't care. Man, I physically cannot get up. I'm so tired. You, But she texted you that she was up. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Exactly. That's the thing. It's like, if you're that tired, you'd be asleep. Here's the thing. Yeah, if I, if I like... I will definitely get on my phone in the morning and distract myself, and time will go by. But if I'm on my phone, it means I'm awake. Exactly. Like, I'm, I'm not about to fall. Like, if I get on my phone at, like, 4 a.m., maybe I'll fall back asleep. But if it's 7 o'clock and the sun's out and I'm on my phone. Yeah. I got up 7.30. I got a shower. I got everything ready. I'm, go, I'm up. I'm here. He's here. He is. We were just actually, by we, I mean only me, was just talking about the March Madness. How is your bracket looking? Did you make one? I didn't make one. Really? We had a Weagle bracket challenge. I know. I told you. I said I'd know nothing. I know nothing. Well, that probably would have helped you because I knew something, and I still my brackets well, in shambles. To be fair, I don't think anybody's ever had. Has anybody ever had a perfect bracket? Nope, never happened. Well, yeah, it's, yeah I mean it's basically impossible. Lottery. Yeah, because yeah, you have to guess. Because we were just talking about it. it's hard enough for team. Like, because I was talking about how it's absolutely the worst way to choose a champion. Because mm-hmm. like you have to win six games in a row against random opponents in random days, and it's That's why it's fun. I mean, no, yeah, that's exactly why. That's why it's the best thing ever. But it is, ap- like, in the NBA, the only other comparable, like, sport, because it's just also basketball, does a seven-game series because they acknowledge that sometimes, you know, the shot ain't falling. Well, to be fair, there's a lot m- more teams in college than there is in the NBA. That's true. No, I agree. I think, I think it's fine for college. I mean, 
people are like, I saw some people complaining about it because it's like college football doesn't do this. It's like college football doesn't play, you know, 30 games a season and have tournaments and have, you know, like. And football is just more physical. You couldn't play two games in three days. Exactly. Just not doable. It's not possible. And so, like, I think this is, like, the best way to do it personally. I I understand it's flawed, but there's not going to be – if you do it the other way, then it's like, oh, maybe we never know. And the fact that some of these teams are like Cinderella stories means you have to do it this way. Exactly, because, I mean, we've seen lower eighth seeds win championships before, and if you really went the college ball playoff route, the eighth seed probably wouldn't get a chance to even compete. Yep. Because being an eighth seed means you're actually the 32nd best team Mm -hmm. is is where that probably falls. Because, again, they got got to remember that. Like, there's 64 teams. But, I mean, it's just like – it's just what's crazy to me about the whole thing, right, is that these upsets that that have happened these last few years are not from teams that are any good. You know what I mean? Like, it's not just, like, lower division teams that dominate their their conference mm-hmm. and get their, like, Fairleigh Dickinson's not a good team. They didn't win their conference. They actually got in because the team that did win was ineligible. Oh. Really? That's crazy. I'm getting, call- I'm getting the same call from the same number from Bayman. I think I've answered at some point. Anyway, answered on air, you know. No, no, I don't know about. Yeah, but I'm gonna be asking about your credit score. Oh Lord, Fairleigh Dickinson lost to Merrimack, and Merrimack won the conference championship, but Merrimack couldn't was not eligible, so Fairleigh Dickinson just got in. Why were they not eligible? So it's this rule where if you go from Division One or Division Two to Division One, you have like three years where you can't make it to the tournament, which I don't really, the I don't really understand the point because like in theory, the point is to protect those teams from getting beat up, but. If they're good enough, they're good enough. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense at all. But it anyway, makes sense. like I mean, Fairleigh Dickinson. Let me see what I can if I can find what their record was. But they they're not good, and it, that's the that's what really I just can't believe about the whole. Well, thing. they made it all the way to the the finals of their tournament though. So I mean, like, well, I mean, yeah, but like, so here's the thing: they're twenty one and sixteen. They lost sixteen games in their conference. It's not like they're like Florida Atlantic is thirty and three or whatever, yeah. or. Houston is thirty one and three, or well, there's Charleston was thirty and three. I know, but that that's what's crazy to me is that they're the ones pulling these upsets, though. Like even even like fifteen seed Princeton, they're twenty two and eleven. Yeah, like it's just it's bizarre to me that they're not like they're not dominating their conference. I mean, they do win the conference championship, but they just don't. It's just the whole thing is crazy. But it's also amazing because I love Princeton and we're rooting for them to go all the way because they absolutely destroyed Missouri and it was hilarious. <laughs> it's all about matchups. That's all it is. I mean, again, you could have the best team in the world, but that one matchup could screw you over if your players aren't prepared for it. Or it's just also you got to factor in, you know, you're especially for like these small times teams, they're playing with nothing to lose. It's true. And that's like, a dangerous thing. Yeah. When you have nothing to lose, everything to gain, it's like if you lose – People are either going to be like, oh, you had a good try, or they're going to be like, you know, you're not going to look bad. And if you win, you'll be on top of the world. Exactly. I think I think that's a perfect way to sum it up. I even think further, you know, basketball is probably the most momentum yes. and narrative-driven sport. Not in the fact that, like, I mean, there's narr- – but, like, storylines tend to work out. You know, if, if a team has momentum, if they're the underdog, they and they play like it. And matchup's exactly right because – that's why I picked Furman to beat Virginia and why Virginia has been so susceptible to first-round losses is because their play style is very slow and very defense-oriented. But if a team comes out and just shoots a bunch of threes, yep. Virginia doesn't really have a backup plan. That's not that's not their game. That's never that's what happened when UMBC beat them years ago. They just ran them out of the gym because they were just faster than them. And if you and that that's how that works. And it's so interesting. And more importantly, I think also basketball is probably 
the biggest sport where a coach can bridge the gap between talent. Like, if you scheme some upright, you can deal with the fact that you don't have athletes. Like, Princeton, they ran multiple lineups of just undersized, unathletic players and out-rebounded Missouri multiple. Like, they destroyed them on the offensive glass. How do you do that if you just scheme it right and just play harder? And that's yep. just the way that it is, which is why Princeton's in the Sweet 16, which is crazy. Let's go. I mean, they beat Arizona, who was red hot. Arizona won the Pac-12 championship. Yep. They were on fire. To be fair, though, just did they win the tournament, the Pac-12 yeah. tournament? Yeah, yeah. That's almost a detriment, I think. I'll get it, gets, that. it gets them tired, you'd say. Yeah. Well, get, so we, we'll, we'll get, get back to that. to that after that, you know. Logan's keeping more track of the time than I am. Maybe you should take over this this, <laughs> this job. Who even knows? But as he said, we'll be right back after this. You're listening to Compact Discourse on Weagle 91.1 FM and WeagleFM.com. Our March Madness discussion will continue after this. Welcome back to Compact Discourse, your favorite morning drive time talk show only on Weagle 91.1 FM. I'm today's guest, Logan Hurston, and it's Tuesday, so you know what that means. Today's host is the docile tones of Alexi Nicholas Houston. What in God's name was that? There you go. Do- docile? What? Docile what? tones. What does that mean? It means you have a smooth voice. I wouldn't say that I've do- I have I wouldn't say that anything I was about trying to my... give you a compliment. You're too you nice. can take it as you want it. Yeah, but you called me Alexi. I'm not Russian. I know. That's why I wanted to. Uh, I was I was hoping I was going to call you something with an N, but I just stick with your actual middle name. I was going to change it. But, uh, do, you I, know, do I ever tell you the story about uh, about how my mom chose my name? How? So well, I was going to be Alexander Nicholas because that's my – Nicholas is like my great-grandfather. I, I don't remember where she picks names. Anyway, so like she's eight months pregnant. Name is set. Stuff had been embroidered, all that nonsense. You know, stuff. And Stuff. she goes to the Explorium in Mobile. Have I told you this very well? No. no? Excellent. Um, goes to the Explorium in Mobile, which is a really cool place. Awesome place. And they're doing a exhibit on Russian czars. And, of course, the last Russian czar was um, Nicholas and his wife, Alexandra, who got murdered, like, in a basement yeah. somewhere, and she like freaked out. She's like, "I don't want my child to become a Russian czar." So then she's like, <laughs> "He can't be Alexander. He'll just be Alex." Is that is that how you're yes. Alex Nicholas? Yes, you think? Exactly. really. Yeah, she just told me that story, and I'm like, "There ain't no way." Because I brought it up one time. Because the amount of times people go, "Oh, is Alex short for something?" I was like, "No, my parents weren't creative enough." <laughs> That's what I always say. <laughs> which, sorry, mom, sorry, dad. In reality, you guys got scared by an exhibit at the Explorium. So I don't know if that's worse, but two. I mean, my names are not short for anything. None of my, uh, none of my family's names are short for anything. Really? I had there was a running joke. My dad's name is Barry Lynn Hurston, and people used to say his name was Bartholomew Leonard Hurston. <laughs> okay, that's pretty funny. Not true. Ah. Um, but, uh, we were getting back to basketball. Oh, yes, we were. We? Uh, wow. Yes, we were. Uh, we were talking about, you said something at the end that I, I said, it's ba- I say, in my opinion, if you've already won like your conference championship in re- season play, you almost want to lose your conference tournament. And this is why. And like, and this is what I was saying about Alabama. I don't think Alabama's going to win. Cause I think Alabama's going to get exhausted when you have to play your conference tournament games. Even if you're the one seed, that's what three to four games. Yeah, I and think then, Alabama had three games. And then you're going to have no break going straight into March Madness. To win it all, you have to play six games. 
So that is nine games in a big stretch there. And just fatigue sets in. And a lot of times with fatigue is when you get injured. I think it's almost – I mean, there have been teams to win it after winning the tournament. I just think it's less likely because you're more fatigued. And that's why, you know – I mean, like for you know certain teams it works out, other teams it doesn't. Yeah, I think absolutely – I mean, I think, you know, you look at Alabama, they played – so they had their regular season finale against Texas A&M on Saturday the 4th. Then they played Mississippi State on Friday, March 10th. Missouri the next day, March 11th. And then Texas A&M March 12th. And then – they have a break until Thursday the 16th. But that's a lot shorter break than, say, the rest of the teams. And, I mean, you've seen that with some of the one seeds that have gone down. Like, Purdue won their conference tournament. Done. Yep. Arizona won their conference tournament. Done. Like, let, let's look at the remaining bracket and see, I mean, who we've got left. Like, you've got Michigan State that's been making a run. Michigan State, I think, went out early? Did they not? Let me see when they when they went out in their conference tournament. Yeah, Mississippi State, Michigan State went out the first day. Of their conference tournament and had seven days of rest before playing USC. Yep. Whereas scheme a lot better. Whereas the team they just beat, right? The team they just beat, Marquette, won the Big East tournament. Mm -hmm. I think that's a really, really good point. And like we saw last year, you know, Texas A&M made that huge run in the conference tournament. They got to the conference championship game. They did not win, and it didn't mean anything. Like for teams that aren't already in. Yep. It doesn't really matter because they got all the way there, beat a bunch of teams, beat a really good Auburn team that was very highly touted by a lot of people last year, and then nope, didn't make it. Went to the went to the NIT instead. I, you know, Alabama. The the thing with Alabama is that their road is easy because they're a one seed, which is that's the whole benefit, right? Is you you, you want to be a one seed, so you can have the path of a one seed. Because like looking at, let me see if I can find my only good bracket left is great bracket except I picked Kansas to win. So that's that's kind of disappointing. Like I'm I'm dominating my my group chat. Like Auburn or not Auburn, Alabama will have San Diego State. If they win that game, then they'll have Creighton or Princeton, which again is upsets around all around. Like Creighton yeah. takes down Baylor. That that was pretty big. I'd love to see San Diego State beat. They don't. I mean, they. You know, the problem with Alabama, right, is that. They're kind of the perfect mold for a team that is immune to these kinds of upsets because, like I mentioned with Virginia, you know, they're they're held down by their scheme that allows teams to bridge the gap with three-point shooting. You know, they Virginia can bully you inside, but if you can just shoot more threes than them, yeah, you can win. Alabama can do everything. That's why they're that good. Well, here's the thing. Teams can get – that's and that's the one thing about basketball. There's never, like, even if – I mean, remember the year Duke was, like, had Zion um, – What's his name? The guy off the Knicks and Cam Reddish. Um, R.J. Barrett. R.J. Barrett. And everyone was like, oh, my gosh, you have the three best players in basketball. They're going to win it all. There's no guarantee in March because it's just like that's the way the cookie crumbles. People can get hurt. People can just have a bad game. You've seen as good as the Warriors are, they're going to have a game where they're shooting bricks and the other team's going to dominate them. That's true. I just I don't know what what team is left on the on the bracket at least on this side until you get to probably like I think your best shot of a team that can beat them is probably Tennessee because that's the thing is that have done it before exactly but like I mean even Tennessee's without Zakai Ziegler I don't know how Tennessee is winning games right now because they looked pitiful without him and now they just beat Duke they held Duke to its worst performance they're gritty exactly man I don't get it I mean it's it's just really you know it's crazy that we're sitting here in the Sweet 16 and there's two one seeds left. Yeah, that I mean, one matchup in the Sweet 16 is an eight seed and a four seed. You've got a seven and a three, a nine and a four. I mean, Princeton. If Princeton <laughs> could be, if Princeton could beat Creighton, 
I I might go roll the trigger. I'm kidding. I'm not going to actually do that, but obviously. But that that would be just incredible. I don't know, man. This is March. It really, you know, it is it the best way to pick a champion? No. It's probably not. But it's the most fun way. It is the most fun. I mean, and honestly, you know, is it not a testament to anything that – because really, like, these upsets are great, but we've never had a team like Princeton win the championship. Eventually, the better team wins out. Well, uh, NC State was an underdog. I mean, yeah, but they're still they're still ACC NC State. Yeah. Like, you know, they – like, let me – I want to know what, exactly what that team – also, I want to say, yeah, people like Warbrockle who, you know. Oh, I brought him up earlier, man. Did you really? Yes, I did. I said I said an undisclosed Twitter account with primarily bot followers. <laughs> I saw him complain about the way and see uh, the the way it's put out, but you know. And then Justin Ferguson just caught a stray. Yeah, exactly. He was like, "Guys gets paid peanuts." And then, like, and then and then Ferg goes, "Um, this is about me." And Bloggle Blog very uh, condescendingly was like, "Um, no." And then Ferguson was like, "Oh, but I mean, it is because he said independent beat writer." That's- yeah, exactly. And he just mad. He got upset by a 16 seed in the Auburn um, tournament of champions this year. Well, yeah, because nobody. Anyway, exactly. That's um, why it's awesome. That that bracket thing. That I don't even. I don't even, I don't even know. But yeah, like, they didn't so, put Alex in. You know, they don't have the. Are you in the Auburn and I Twitter and IT bracket, Alex? Uh, no. <laughs> very funny. No, I'm not. Did you see what Noah tweeted? No, I did not. Uh, friend of the show, Noah Phillips tweeted, "I'm not in the um Auburn Twitter bracket, and like UNC, I'm not doing the Auburn and IT." <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. So I mean, this NC State team. Here's the thing though, they won their conference tournament. That yeah. Jimmy that Jimmy V team, you know, they 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 took on number five North Carolina and number what two Virginia. They? they ended up being a six seed. Okay, but well, six seed isn't. But even but that's what I'm saying is that those that's still in the upper echelon. Like these fifteen seeds, True. they don't win they don't win. Let me see. Um lowest seed to win a championship. Lowest seed. I want to say it's UConn or Kentucky that were eighth seeds that won before. UConn was like an eighth seed. Championship. NCAA. All right. Villanova Wildcats in an eighth seed. What, what year? 1985. Yeah. Makes oh sense. That, I mean, that, that was also when it was just when it was just a different time, too, specifically. But, I mean, yeah. like, even then, those teams like Princeton. Also, oh, my gosh, this NC State game team, in their final game of the year, they scored 130 points. Oh, they were they awesome. were stacked. They just got injured. That's, That's what it is. Right. I watched the whole doc- documentary. The 30 for it. 30? It's so mm-hmm. good. It's so good. Great production. I mean, that's the thing is that hey, like... This is the year. Princeton's winning it all, baby. No, man. Look. I-, I love it. They're not. But that's the thing is that these teams make these magical runs and it's awesome. But in the end, they don't win. Princeton doesn't win. Florida Atlantic doesn't win. We'll see. The, school, the schools that are good at basketball... And that are in perennial powers and perennial conferences are the teams that win. And I like I get it, sure, but we'll come back next week when this bracket is shucking up a little. That's bit. true. We'll, we'll, see we'll, we'll, we'll know. We'll, uh, we'll see. We'll, we'll we'll come back to this moment. And Axel will be like, ah, I'm right, or he's gonna be like, man, I should have said that. I we we absolutely it. will know because here's looking at the schedule ahead, guys. I mean, right now you've got um, a bunch of games that are gonna be taking place on Thursday and Friday primarily, and then you'll have some. Saturday games, too. So, Thursday, we've got four games. Michigan State versus Kansas State, Arkansas versus UConn, FAU versus Tennessee, and Gonzaga and UCLA. Then on Friday, San Diego State and Alabama, Miami and Houston, Princeton and Creighton, 
and Xavier and Texas. And that's that's it because then the slates will be decided the next day. So Saturday's games will be decided by Thursday's games, and Sunday's games will be decided by Friday's games. Mm-hmm. And then, man, we're off. We're off to the races. To the, for the madness. It's It really is just an incredible amount of craziness going on this year. I really think Miami can beat Houston, I think. Also, like – Oh, did you did you hear about this? What? Speaking of Auburn news, Cam Newton Auburn pro day on. Oh yeah, he's there. I saw that today. Yeah, I saw that. Cool. That's gonna be pretty cool. Yeah, we. I mean, it's it's, it's pretty cool. He's gonna be out there. I mean, you know, Cam is a great recruiting tool among many other things because you know. That's the tr- that's the trick with the, with Auburn and recruiting. Just find people that like it. Like I was thinking about that a few days ago because you know people are talking a lot about and we're going to talk about this specifically after the break but with the whole Sunni Lee thing going on right now she's injured she's unable to compete and she's going to be gone in a year like why they celebrate her at senior day but here's the thing with Sunni is that she loves Auburn and yeah, she's crying. she's going to be an Olympian and obviously Jeff Graba did not make such a calculated financial decision on I'll get this Olympian to be here for 2 years because of how great she's going to recruit for Auburn in the next 20 years but that's going to happen also you got to factor in I mean she is the leader in almost every category. Yeah. She holds pretty much every record. gymnastics in two years. Yeah. She was the second national champion in program history. They you got te- to the Final Four in part Tell me you're not going to celebrate her? Yeah, exactly. Also, we celebrated one of the girls this year who was a senior who, like, didn't even compete, I don't think. I think she ended up stopping, like, in the middle of the year. The one I was talking about, me and you, we were at the last gymnastics meet. And I go, wasn't that girl on the team? And you're like, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't who she was about. dressed in the gymnastics uniform. She got celebrated on the senior thing. Hmm. She ended up because I was like, I was like, she didn't compete or like was with the other people. Wait, I but looked it up. She like still goes to Auburn, but basically didn't even compete this season. Interesting. Just celebrated her, huh? Well, so. we'll have to talk more about that in a bit because it's time for another PSA break. But you're listening to Compact Discourse on Weagle ninety one point one FM or WeagleFM.com. I'm Alex Schuchin alongside Logan Hurston, and we'll be back after this for some gymnastics. Maybe some Auburn basketball depression talk. Who knows? I got I got an old compact discourse topic to bring up. So Excellent. You'll see. Cannot wait. You'll have to wait and see for that too. You're listening to Compact Discourse on Weagle, 91.1 FM, WeagleFM.com, and, well, anywhere that you can listen. If you're near the bo- near the studio, you can probably hear it through the windows. I'm Alex Schuchin alongside Logan Hurston. You said you had an old Compact Discourse topic to bring up. We were talking about wrestling in the break. We might bring that up again. Who knows? Oh, yeah, you'll bring that up. I, You know I can talk about that. Right. But uh, So me and Adrian are watching a particular favorite movie of former Compact Discourse host these last couple days. Can you guess the movie? Back to the Future. Cars. Adrian watched rewatch cars. He's like, I want to rewatch. The other night, it was me, him, and his mom because he totaled his car, and he was like, I want to watch cars, and we're all like, No. <laughs> and then he ended up watching it the other day, and then he's never seen Cars Two or Cars oh, Three. Jesus, he liked car- cars. Okay, this is what I'll say. Cars okay. Two is definitely the worst of the bunch in a lower tier Pixar movie, but a lower tier Pixar movie is better than a lot of a lower movies. a lower tier Illumination movie. Yeah, yeah. Which is, which is minions. I would say even a higher tier. Like the thing about Cars Two is like, yeah, it's it's crazy because it's like, yeah, you put a spy movie with guns and 
like espionage and stuff in a movie about racing with cars. But also, I like them doing zany stuff in that world, and it looked good. I'll say this. Cars 1, underrated movie. Underrated. I think Cars 3 is also pretty good. I think because it takes it expands on the plot of Cars 1. Which is what Cars 2 did not do. Which is what Cars 2 did not do, which is why a lot of people, and especially since you waited, you know that in three, this doesn't make you feel old. Three years, Cars will be 20. Three years. 2006. That, you 2006. know, it was my little brother's favorite movie because he was born in 2007, and that was one of the most recent Pixar movies yeah, that came out. Yeah, it was so. my little cousin's favorite movie, and I had to watch I had to watch it like five times a day during the summer when I lived up there. The first Cars movie is, it's I like it a the lot. The animation still holds up. Yeah, like the first watching, race scene is crazy. I think the animation in the first one it looks the best because it doesn't look as polished. It's very... Yeah, I agree. I agree because it, but it, then it allows like the cars to stand out when they are polished. Almost, if that exactly. makes any sense. Like it's more, it, it's like just there's more textures. If that makes any sense, which yep. is odd because why would that be more in 2006? But it is because Cars Two, I feel like, is very bland in its tech. Like there, there's not like like when Lightning McQueen is in Radiator. I can't believe we're going into in depth discussion here. But anyway, when he's in Radiator Springs, like he very clearly stands out compared to every other car there, even though they're all cars. He, you know, anyway. Yeah. But I like like the fact that that movie is about is like a message about Middle America getting passed by. So sad. Nah, man. When when the James Taylor song "Our Town" comes on and they do the flashbacks. Oh man, got me crying. Also, also, I didn't quit. They quit on me. And then the fact that uh, what who was the he did what in his cup? Yeah, <laughs> what was the um the voice actor for Doc Cousin? Oh, uh, uh, because he Paul pa- Newman he passed away before uh he could do yeah Cars two or, or three in it. yeah Paul Newman because that's what Adrian's like because Adrian's watching he's like no hot Doc Hudson like remember I honestly think that that probably is why Cars two was so poor is because they then were like okay well we can't take that storyline forward to its next natural. Well, it's very funny because it's like Mater Erasure in Cars 3. Because, like, Cars 2 was not a Lightning McQueen. It was a Mater movie. Yeah. Like, that was the focus. Racing was the subplot. And so, like, in 3, he's there in the intro sequence. Like, cheer McQueen on. He barely talks. And then when McQueen gets into, you know, he gets back. He's like, he is barely. I think he ends up calling Mater on. And there's like, he's like, you know anything? He's like, I don't know. Basically, and he's like, I wish we could talk to Doc, and then that's when they go to see Red. Oh, uh, okay. I haven't seen it, actually. You haven't seen it? No, I haven't. You would like Cars 3. I don't if you know, like, man. No, no, no. If you like Cars 1, it's very much like a almost direct sequel with the years passed on. It's also mm-hmm. about, like, it's like also the middle of Razor Razor and, like, the future of technology and kind of like the old guard going out without. It basically falls into the plot of when he said, you know, I didn't give up on them. They gave up on me. It's lightning having to deal with that. Knowing what stock's going through and trying to, you know, it's very good. Very good. Yeah, I like the first one, man. I gotta say. I just... If you like the first one, you like three. Two, I think, is fine. If you if you see, take it as it is, it's a very enjoyable film. It's not a great film. I just think it just doesn't have the depth that the first one was able to. Oh, yeah. It was definitely that... going for, like, zany and kind of off and the I, wall. And I think I, I, think I it... wonder if that's partly because of the fact that they couldn't include Doc in any facet, so therefore they kind of had to. Because, I mean, like, if you if you think about the first movie and where where its, like, natural progression is, it's going towards, a, like, a kind of Rocky Creed-type yes. deal, sort of, where Doc is Rocky and 
Led McQueen is Creed of the new Creed movies, sort of. Like, it's kind of going in that avenue. I mean, it's very much Rocky because, like, and also he's the underdog. He was going to win, and then he loses the chicken. They bring back Chick Hits in three. Now, that's awesome. Love um, Michael Keaton. Yeah, great actor. I like. I genuinely think Cars 2 makes Cars 3 sweet. No, because before Lightning, Thunder, Kachiga. Oh, uh, uh. <laughs> Can we say that on air? Oh, my goodness. Stop Seinfeld it. voice. No. Kachiga. Kachiga. Look at this. Now. <laughs> hey, look at the Piston Cup winner. Hey, guys. And everyone starts throwing trash on him. Easy with the confetti. Guys. Yeah, easy with the confetti, guy. Hey, but great. It's your right out. <laughs> Love that movie, man. That movie's hilarious. He's literally, he's like, uh, what is like a sports equivalent. He's like a caster in this, and all he does is just crap on Lightning McQueen in the third uh, one. He's like a what? He's like uh, a sports analyst. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like, he's like, oh, that's top picks with chick hicks. And he's like, <laughs> all he does is find a way to crap on Lightning okay, McQueen. Okay, that's pretty funny. I'm going to have to watch the third movie, man. I, you, I, you would like I, it. I add it to my list of many, 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 many movies that I have to watch. Yeah, I, I didn't watch it till like I'm having to watch The Lost World right now, and that movie's killing my enthusiasm for the planet. I'll tell you that much. Jeff Goldblum is like, "What if I act completely different than I did in the first movie?" Did you guys never do Cars? Nope. That's surprising. Yeah, we know because you know the problem is we want to do like a top five Pixar, but it just never. I mean, there's just so many we'd have to watch. Yeah, we're just behind the times now. Like, I mean, if we did top five Pixar in 2016, I would have seen every movie. Maybe, but- maybe when you do the Through the Lens reboot. You can get around to that. That's true. Then again, but, Davis uh, might be dead in a ditch in two weeks. Apparently. Who knows, man? Who knows if that, if that reboot's even coming? Can I believe we just had a Cars uh, in-depth discussion? That's right. If you want more in-depth movie discussion, this you can listen to- This is classic compact discourse. It is, man. It is. You can listen to Through the Lens. That's Weagle's one, or not one and only, no longer one and no only. No longer was one Premiere. Formerly, formerly the premiere movie podcast. Still the premiere. Weagle 91.1 FM. Through, that's Through the Lens. Just look for the camera logo on all of your podcast providers. Yep. And- also, these random off-the-walls discussions can be found on many of Logan's shows, including Beat Drop, every Tuesday, no, Wednesday from Wednesday. 6 to 8. Yep. And then right after that, or sort of an hour after that, WWEGL. You know, earlier t- early today when I did the intro, I said, here on WEGL. <laughs> I, I, I hear Noah out here saying WCW way too much. I'm just like, <laughs> it's too fun, man. It's very funny if people say WWE, and they, anytime they say WCW, they put that stank on it. That WCW. My favorite they thing go is, the country fact accent. That, is the fact that Michael Cole, I swear he doesn't say WWE. He just he just like does the like, double E. Like he 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 says like the sound effects that the letters make, but he's not actually saying the two W's. He's like the I, I don't know how to recreate how he says it. Ooh, this will be interesting for you since you brought it up. Oh god. Um the new WWE 2K23 came out. It's oh, yeah. apparently really good game. From what I've heard, like they like improved on the all- standards low. Well, yeah, okay, so 2K20 was so bad, they had to stop making them for a year. Like, they were like, we had to redo everything. And 2K22 was good, but, like, 3 improves on everything. And, like, I heard the story's better. They have war games, my GMs, but, like, every facet they improved on. There's still stuff they need to improve. Like, yeah. certain models look great, and certain models, like, they have I've seen some that I was like, They uh... haven't updated the Trish Stratus model in five years. It's just, like, their main stars look great. It's the, like, the one they... You know, yeah. When you put in that many characters, I kind of understand, but like certain ones, like you should. I don't know, man. The old SmackDown vs. Raw games look pretty good. Uh, some of them don't look. SmackDown vs. Raw 2011 was pretty all right. Some of the women look like the same, but anyway, that's true. They have the My Career mode or the My Rise, and so they have a women, men's and a women's. Like the women's is basically it's like My Legacy, and it's like you were like you're basically a second generation star, and hmm. then men. I wonder who that's about. Are you, are you, are you saying? I guess she, Co- Cody's a third generation, isn't he? 
No, Cody's second. Well, that that's why they made that story. That line. was Charlotte. Well, it's a you're actually like the nephew of somebody. Speaking of, there's there he is. Man, he's too he's too tired. He's about to do a speech probably. Anyway, the my he ro- looks exhausted. The men's mode is called the lock, and it's literally like a parody of W. Like, it is like almost too realistic. They give you a terrible gimmick called the lock, and you come out in like a like a literal like uh, safe when you start out. You immediately get rid of the safe. They also come out you with John Cena's like lock chain and like the gear, and you get rid of it. You end up getting fired, and then you have to basically fight in like British promotions. You literally do the G one from New Japan, but they don't call it that. Like they literally have it's like it's a round robin tournament where you have to fight this, and the two winners get to fight the winner on the other side, and you also have to do tag matches. On the days off or something. It's like they're calling it and they're like, it's the Japan Cup or something oh like that. Oh, my Lord. And they're like, do like outside NJPW promotions. Needs to, like, uh needs to file for copyright infringement or something. You also win um the Intercontinental Championship on your first night from Sami Zayn. Santino Morella? And then you lose to Omos. Really? Yeah. You also get to re- join a new version of Evolution with... um. One of the creative characters and just Rand- spoiling the whole storyline now. This for is everybody. like the start of the storyline. You can watch this on YouTube. That's where I watched it. Of course you do. I was. I don't pay. I'm not gonna pay for that. I don't even play games, man. That's true. I'm gonna get Noah to give me an in-depth review on it. Yeah, I'm about to say Noah, Noah plays games. He'll get yeah, you. You know what happened? I'll be playing it in the Auburn game room. Yes, man. That place is crazy. That is crazy. So you know what's interesting is I, somebody was like, I don't know if anybody if that's what anybody wanted. Like it seems kind of stupid. And then. There's so many people there every day. That's what I want. Let me tell you. I'm a little confused how it works. Like, you just, like, log into the computer and can access, like, any console from those, like, monitors. So, they have Xbox and PC. Okay. So, I think it's just, like, an Auburn account that's already logged in kind of thing. Right. And then you can just... But yeah. Then, how, then, then, what do you log into your like Xbox account? I don't think you log into your. I uh, maybe I don't like, know. Like, how does that? Because how does that? What? We'll what to, we'll to find this out? We'll do some. We'll have to explore compact research. You know. Oh, very um, nice. Yeah. Maybe maybe we'll explore. I've done the actual game cabinets. Me and No played that. We played WWE WrestleMania, and he beat me. Wait, you the game? What do you mean the game cabinet? They have like three like arcade game cabinets in the back that have like a. A Raspberry Pi or something where they have like all the old classic games. Oh, and one of them is WWE WrestleMania. Yeah, where you could play as like um, Doink, Big Bam, Bigelow, Shawn Michaels, Brett, um, Kevin Nash, Razor. Ah, it's like the new generation. New generation, yeah. It's like, but it's not like a real wrestling game. It's like basically like health meter. So like once your health meter basically goes down, it's like pin them. Oh, okay. That's interesting. So it's like there's no kick out. You know, I had on GameCube, I had WrestleMania 18, the game, and that game was so hard. The only way I could win is if I was Hulk Hogan and I beat Molly Holly. That's the only match. Really? I, like every other match, they would just destroy me. You're like, yes! It was, and, it, and it's really cool because the screen goes black and white when you play as Hogan and everything. You, you go, and you know, he's not in the games anymore because he's stupid, so. Yeah. No, he's still in. Still in the new ones. I is think. he? I thought. I thought they. I thought they completely cut ties. No, no, they have not completely cut ties. You oh well, think, yeah, because he was. He was at one of the Saudi shows, wasn't he? Yeah, and he was at WrestleMania a couple years ago, like uh, when they did the first one back from COVID. But anyway, I saw an interview with the Undertaker where he said Hogan is on his Mount Rushmore. He doesn't want him to be on his Mount Rushmore because you know reasons. Yeah. Nope. All right, and now I think we got to go to a brief PSA break. You're listening to Combat Discs on Weagle ninety one point one FM and WeagleFM.com. We'll be back right after this.
Welcome back to Compact Discourse on Weagle, 91.1 FM, WeagleFM.com. I'm Alex Houston alongside Logan Hurston. And, and Logan, do you know what time it is? Is it time for a snack? Yes, it is. We still need a better soundbite than that. <laughs> but all we've got right now is... Let's go to eat a snack. <laughs> that's all I've got. I'm sorry. That's all I have You can right make now. your own sound effects. I'm not you know good at that, making right? them, though. I'm not... I don't have that creative... Alex- Creative. If you tell me what you want. I, I let's see. I, I told I told you. I told Luke that I wanted um well, I wanted a new War Eagle weather like sound thing that sounded like his intro for a show and he never made uh, it. War, War Eagle weather. Yeah. So it's time for the menu at the edge, everybody. I know this is what you've all been waiting for. It's what I've been waiting for because I'm gonna probably go there today. So. First, oh yes. First things first, we've got in traditions, we've got some jerk roasted pork loin, roasted sweet potatoes, Ooh. zesty red beans, fried plantains, and collard greens. Yum. Sounds pretty good. I know what I need to I know what I need to make, actually. I actually got it. And at the Ignite Grill, you've got a Chicken Caesar sandwich, I would not recommend that, and some crispy waffle fries. At the Urban Kitchen, you've got General So's chicken, General So's tofu, and jasmine rice. At True Balance, you've got some baked chipotle orange chicken, jasmine rice, steamed peas, southwest quinoa, and corn salad, and some roasted Brussels sprouts. Then it's Tree Works. You've got some seasoned black beans, fresh-pressed flour tortillas, and arroz rojo. That is brown rice for those who don't know. At the Pizza Station, you've got some classic cheese pizza, Hawaiian pizza. People love Hawaiian pizza. And pepperoni pizza. Mm-hmm. And then in the sweet treats, you've got an M&M brown butter blondie, sugar cookie, glazed strawberry bars, lemon raspberry cake, and a buffalo chicken Caesar wrap in the market deli. So that has been your... Let's go to eat a snack. Also, maybe if you're in more of a breakfast mood... Or if I had got my cup of coffee! Just, you know, get it at... I don't know, a nice breakfast spot, though. Aubon Payne is closed now, so. You really, your options are Starbucks. Chick-fil-A, Starbucks, The Edge. Maybe. Maybe. They, never had, had they their serve coffee. breakfast. Never had their coffee, though. I don't, I don't know, what, yeah. I don't, I don't know what, what, what there is going on with the coffee, but I've, I figured out what I want to make my soundbite now, by the way. Um, said the eight, Edge is good. Uh, yes. Breakfast is good. I mean, I've actually The Build Your Own Omelette Station is pretty nice. I've only had The Edge breakfast once. Um... I don't. It, by the time I went there, almost everything was gone. The Build so. Your Own Omelet Station is probably the the greatest asset they have. Like you can get, hey, I want ham, bacon, sausage, spinach, tomatoes, Stop. bell peppers. I'm gonna want to eat an omelet, and I can't. So what, wait, why please, not? Because I'm here. I can't make an omelet. You, you can go run to the edge right now. I don't have. I don't have swipes. I, I, I use that. Know. Use that old debit card and that food money, man. I'm not paying to go to the edge. Not using that food money. The food money will be spent on other ventures. All right. Yeah, like going to see Scream. Apparently not. Doesn't look like we'll ever go to see that movie. The, that post spring break. Uh oh, Adrian. Adrian's mind is. Adrian, don't you have a speech yeah, to prepare this, for? Yeah, don't you have to get ready for a speech? Oh, oh that's not very station manager like wow, of you. We wow. won't tell you what he did in Spirit I of Radio. Dare, but, yeah, uh, I I could get a visual. You know, I could I could try and describe it with words. That man's too afraid to come on. Look at him, scared over there. He's trembling. Shaking in his boots. Yeah, this is ridiculous. Anyway, so um, I don't remember what else we even had to talk about at this point. Uh, Auburn basketball. Did you watch the game? I caught the highlights. I saw we were up. I heard it was the best half of Auburn basketball and the worst half of Auburn basketball. Well, which you hear I what, don't think it's a better way we can go out. Do you hear what Bruce said at the end of it? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. What we do works. Apparently not. 
if you go four for twenty four from the field in the second half, I don't know if what you're doing works. To be quite frank, yeah, I, I I just I don't know, man. I I don't I just don't know. Well, this is what I'll say: it was a rebuilding year. We didn't have we lost two first round draft picks in Jabari and Walker, which was the majority of our offense last season. True. The other guys are great, but they are facilitators. They are there because the other players are great. You know, like. You take LeBron off a team, even if the players are good, they're not going to be as good as when they had LeBron because LeBron takes a lot of attention off of them. That's true. That's a good point. Um, but well, hopefully, onwards and upwards. I, you know, I'm going to be optimistic about it. If we have another year where we do bad, then maybe I'll be less optimistic. The about team it. two years from now is when everyone's getting excited because you're getting LeBaron Phylon, who's the best player in the state of Alabama. Yep. So I like, will say this: into hot, we Pepper. made it to the round of 32. And think about years ago, whenever Bruce first came here. They didn't make it to the tournament period. Exactly. So no, that, again, that, at least that's, we're consistently that's, that's making the, it. To that's the, the perspective to have is that there's definitely been a significant enough turnaround and change there. But and we can the show that we got to go the step further, man. We can show we can beat that one seed. We were beating their tail in the first half, getting the 31 points, and then just and I mean beating them by 10, and then just losing by 17. It's hard to believe that that's how that happened. Hey, they are the one seed, though. They got outscored by 27 points in the second half. Mm-hmm. How does that even? I think it was like 21 to 50. I want to say it was 50 to 23. I thought Auburn had 23. That's what it was. Let's see, it was 41, and then Auburn ended up with 64. That's what and it was. Then, yeah, there you go. So, math. Journalism majors, man. Journalism knows his math. You know, it's, it's amazing. Any last things before we wrap up this episode of Compact Discourse? Um, yeah, so I'll, give, I'll give my shout-outs. You, if you feel so inclined, I have a podcast. Alex came on a couple times. He's going to be coming on again. This yes, week. I will. Um, so we are excited. currently doing our own March Madness bracket. It is WWEGL only on Wheel ninety one point one FM. It's where we talk all things wrestling, whether that be WWE, AEW, New Japan. Sometimes we talk about that crap show that is NWA. Currently, we're doing our best wrestling themes bracket. Also, if you like music, pretty music. Um, you can listen to Beat Drop on Wednesdays from 6 to 8 p.m. This week we're doing my birthday special. And then next week we're just doing a regular variety episode. But uh, we have some special themes in there. We're gonna have a, I think we're going to have a jazz episode. So you might you might like that. Some study Ooh, some study music. I like it. Um, I'm sure we'll have like a we'll – have, Adrian's going to have a birthday special. I don't know. Our themes are kind of like – if you want to give us suggestions, you can follow us on Instagram at B-E-A-T-D-R-O-P-W-E-G-L. That's Beat Drop Weagle. That is Beat Drop Weagle on Instagram to get any updates on Weagle's one of Weagle's longest running music shows at this point, yep. and soon to be with all the hell the people graduating. Yeah, I say um, the most unpredictable show on air, and we say your one stop shop from rock to hip hop on Weagle ninety one. Ooh, sounds very fancy. Sounds very nice. And with that, I think it's about time to wrap up the show. This has been. Oh, oh, I got to turn this down. This has been Compact Discourse on Weagle ninety one point one FM. Logan, again, thank you for joining me here today. Always a pleasure. Excellent, and you can. Follow Weagle on all the social medias at Weagle underscore AU. That's W-E-G-L underscore AU. And check out WeagleFM.com if you feel so inclined for all updates on sports and entertainment coverage. And again, this has been Compact Discourse on Weagle 91.1 FM and WeagleFM.com. I am your Tuesday host, Alex Houston, excuse me. And tomorrow will be Davis Carroll on Wednesday. And then Adrian will be back in the studio on Thursday. Maybe I'll be joining. I tried to last week, but I overslept. Hopefully I'll be back at a better time. He just gave me a thumbs down. I don't really blame him. But again, this has been Compact Discourse on WeagleFM.com and Weagle91.1 FM. We will see you all next time.